and welcome back to Scenes in Soccer. Today we will talk about the big Premier League matches such as Tottenham versus Man City, Liverpool versus Norwich, and much more. Hello, my name is Dilbert Ray, and next to me is Lay Dixon, and together we make the old day reporters. Hello. Hello. How is your sport of today today? Perfect. Did you get any boons? I did not. Ew. Lee, I think we're in the wrong show. Oh, blame me. Rewind. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Two Things in Soccer. Let's start off with the first game, Liverpool versus Norwich. So, um... My thoughts were that Liverpool dominated the attacks, but I think they lacked in possession. What do you think about that game? Well, I thought it was a, I thought it was a pretty decent game. I mean, you know, they they started off, um, uh, you know, clearly not very active in the transfer market. It was good to see, uh, you know, it was good to see um, Keita, Milner, Oxlade Chamberlain in the in the in the midfield it was great to see Van Dyke and Matib back, right? Um, so overall, and with a three nil score sheet, I thought it was uh, I thought it was a pretty good match overall. I mean, I mean, actually, if we think about the the statistics point of view, that's I think roughly about fifty fifty percent. So I don't know why you would think. Um, I thought Liverpool lacked in possession a little. Yeah, well, either they were also away. Away against Norwich, which just got promoted, so there's extra sense of oomph. Yeah. But what do you think? I mean, what was the, what, what any highlights? Anything that you thought was 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 really exciting, promising? I think the defense was getting there. I mean, I wouldn't say they're fully back to mm. with Van Dyke and mm. Matip just coming back from injuries back into the Premier League. Yeah, I thought like, I I thought I saw I thought I saw a few. I mean, Van Dyke. I thought I saw one or two passes that got through him, mm-hmm. right? Like, or over him. But then I did also see him intercept a few passes, right? Yeah. Could, so you can see that he's getting back to normal. He's getting back to normal. I could see his commanding presence at the back, right? Where he was, you know, sort of guiding the back line. But, uh, yeah, overall, 3-0, I think it's a, it's a great score, I mean, to, to have on your first day. And I think Dissimikus is also did also was a good substitution for Robertson. Yeah, I mean, I I think he was. I saw him attack a few times. Yeah. Right. I did see. Um, I think I could. I don't think. I think it was maybe. Um, maybe it was Cantwell. I think Cantwell got through him once with a dribble pass through him, right? Once, but um, yeah, I think with time, he he could be a. How do I pronounce his name? I don't know. I think Timiskas? It's, I think it's like Simakas. Simakas. Uh, Simakas. Well, anyway, he's. I thought he was promising. So overall, for a club that uh, hasn't been too active in the in the market, I think they did decent. I think that they did decent. Did Konate come on? I don't know whether no, Konate did. No, he didn't. Yeah, which was a little surprising. But it was good to see uh, uh, Van Dyke and Matip get a full. I actually wonder what they're going to do with Konate. Now they have like three centre-backs. Nah, I think, look, you need depth in the squad. Yeah. So, good start. Yeah. Love it. 
Okay, and then let's talk about Man United versus Leeds, a 5-1 score. Oh, boy. Um, I think Leeds gave the ball away too easily. Like, you could see that their passes were just really off. You know, that was the one where I felt I was expecting a better game. Let's just, I'll be frank with you. I was thinking that it's going to be a cracker of a game, right? It's going to be... You know, the scoreline definitely does not do sort of justice to, um, well, maybe it does do justice. I don't know. I mean, if I look at the, if I look at the squad, uh, I mean, Man United had a good squad. I mean, you know, they didn't really change too many, too much, too many things out, right? Uh, it was good to see Greenwood at the, at the, at the heart of the attack. It was good to see Greenwood get on. I mean, I think Solskjaer, what calls Greenwood his best finisher. Right, so it was good to see him get on the score sheet. But uh, and what do you think about Pogba? Yeah, I think he did really good. He he played the same passes as he did in the French, in the French na- a national team. He did one of those chip passes. Yeah. So one thing that I've noticed is with the French team, they have Kante as the defensive and Pogba as the attacking. But even though they're both in the defensive midfield. Yes, and so. In this case, they put Pogba more in an attacking position and Pogba did what he was supposed to do, which is great. Yeah. Uh, but I still feel the jury's out there because, again, leads, they just weren't on the top of their game, yeah. right? Um, but uh, Pogba, I mean, one could say that he was able easily to get through. Um, I don't know. What do you think, Just I mean, do you think from a Man United's perspective, um, promising to go far? I'm not sure because, I mean, it's only the start of the season. It's Maybe Leeds aren't fully warmed up. Maybe they aren't ready. But it was a cracker of a goal, though. Yeah. The Leeds goal was a cracker. Right? Yeah. It was great to see them get off the get off the, the, the yeah. score sheet. So it was, it was good. I think Luke Ayling, phenomenal, phenomenal yeah. shot. I'm surprised Phillips didn't start. Phillips as in which Phillips? Kelvin. Oh, Kelvin Phillips. Yeah. I mean, maybe he's just not game ready yet. But I mean, you kind of needed that steel, yeah. You know, and he brings that steel to the to the to the squad. Especially since they have like five attackers and only one defensive. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So I don't know. It was a it was a tough one, but Solskjaer, Bruno Fernandez, a hat trick, yeah. right? Um, I just felt like they got through too easily. I thought I don't know whether this is a case of Man United playing well. Or Leeds playing bad. Or Leeds playing bad, right? So that's the piece where I think the jury is still out. Yeah. So, but hey, it's a it's a win for Man United. Three back, three points in the back. And they're at the top of the table. Are they? Yeah, because they won. Oh, because of that large, yeah, the goal difference, right? So they got quite a big goal difference. So it's Man United, Chelsea, and Liverpool at the top right now. But West Ham, West Ham also won their game. West Ham, who did they play? Let's see over here. So, West Ham, I think. Oh, Newcastle. 4-2. Right? So, it was a... win? It was a win, yeah. I mean... And without Lingard. Without Lingard, right? I mean, it was... I mean, it is Newcastle, right? Um, But... Still. But still, 4-2 away. It's a a great score. I mean... um, And there, I I believe there... The person who is supposed... who Who is supposed... Who is... Supposed to be in the position of Lingard at West Ham. I, I think he scored in the 53rd minute. Yeah, Said Benrama. 
Is he a, is he from West Ham or did you buy him? I'm not sure. Okay, okay. Was so you're not sure that he was there yeah. last season. And then he had a goal ten minutes later and a goal three minutes later. So yeah, it seems so. like they just rapid fired. Yeah, it looks like he's been in in West Ham for a little while now. Oh. Yeah, he's been in there I think for a while now. So, uh, but yeah, I mean it's I'm not surprised. I think Newcastle clearly have a lot of work to do. Um, and uh, yeah, I I think they're gonna be they're gonna struggle. But it's great yeah. to see West Ham. West Ham United, if I'm not wrong, have made it to hey, Europa. Yeah. Right? So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's great. I mean, Jesse Lingard definitely left his mark. But I mean, I thought the team played well too. And I thought, Je- but I still thought that Jesse Lingard would be a really good fit at West Ham. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I mean, I guess Solskjaer wants depth in his squad. Yeah. But Lingard wasn't even in the substitutes. I mean, what they could do is that, uh, where. Um, Man United, they could get the money, but with the buyout clause. Ah, that's a, so that hmm. so that means that if he does really good and they want him back and hmm. there's space for him, hmm. they can buy him back. I see. At, for the set amount of money that the both clubs agree. I see. And I the see. club can't negotiate. I see. So, I mean, it's a good. I think they should have done a deal and kept the buyout clause. Uh. But, but now Man United see West Ham as a contender for the top four, so I mean, <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, or maybe they could do something like West in when West Ham plays Man United, Lingard can't play yeah. against them. Okay, let's talk about Chelsea Crystal Palace. Three goals. Well, yeah, I mean, it was Chelsea did what Chelsea had to do. I mean, Alonso Pulisic, uh, good to see the young. Young kid uh, Chaloba get off the score sheet. I yeah. mean, it was a cracker of a goal. Mm-hmm. I mean, he um, he saw the opening. I was surprised Crystal Palace didn't press them as much. Um, Patrick Vera's first match, right? Um, coaching. Hey, you were Crystal the one. Palace. You were telling me that Patrick Vera was an Arsenal today, right? No, he Patrick Vera used to be a phenomenal uh, central midfielder, right? In Arsenal. At Arsenal, right? He was a he was the engine of Arsenal. He and this other dude called Emmanuel Petit. Now, I guess the, our listeners will probably know how old I am. Uh, but Patrick Vieira and Emmanuel Petit, together with Mark Overmars, and and there was another guy. Yes, Lundberg. These four: Lundberg on the right, Patrick Overmars on the left, Emmanuel Petit, and Patrick Vieira in the center. Oh man. They and Nicholas and Elka in the front. Oh my goodness! It used to be a phenomenal squad that Arsenal went Thierry Henry. Thierry Henry was part of that as well, right? So it was just they were a blistering squad. Yeah. And he was a fighter. In fact, he and Roy Keane, literally, they would go for each other's necks. And I'm I don't mean that metamorphically. They actually used to do it. I don't think it's metamorphically. As a metaphor. Yeah. Sorry about that. Good metamorphic, like you met, you metamorphic into a into something else. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay, so going back to the Chelsea game, I think, I think Chelsea really dominated the game. I was surprised Zaha and and the other strikers weren't pushing up. Yeah, I mean they felt like really as though they just didn't get into gear. Yeah. Mateta, Zaha. Um, you know, just didn't see much from them. I mean, um, you know, Giorgino, I have to say, 
Yeah. He distributed the ball phenomenally. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know why everyone's turning blonde these days, but yeah, besides that. Yeah. <laughs> so three people yeah. had blonde hair. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, which one's which? Yeah, which one's which? I thought, <laughs> I just wonder whether they decided, let's go have, bo- let, let me go have blonde, make my hair blonde so that my other team members can find me better. Only to find out that all of the others are also blonde. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it was a good win for Chelsea. I, I mean, yeah, yeah, totally. Second on the table, so yeah. Tuchel would be pretty happy. I mean, yeah. uh, just coming out of winning the European Super Cup. And the Champions League. So. Yeah, so Champions League, European Super Cup, and now the first match of the season. I think they should have a lot to look forward to. Yeah. And Lukaku hasn't started yet. Yeah, so, so how much more could they? It's promising. I mean, for me, the only one sort of question I have is Werner, right? I mean, I see his contribution in the team. But he's more playing a false nine than an actual person yeah, who scores. Exactly, exactly. I mean, but he that... prime but he provides a lot of assists. He does. He does indeed. So I think he would be good to keep him. I'm sure he would, he would keep him, but what, where would he play uh, when Lukaku comes? I mean, in this. I mean, they in, usually play at three four three. So I think you would go in the place of um, maybe Pulisic. Pulisic or Mason Mount. But the thing is that they've already got enough talent there. So I'm not sure where they'll play, and they've got a big wage bill on him. I think it would be best to actually sell him. Who? Werner? Really? Yeah. No, I think they need the depth. They need the depth. I mean, if they're trying to get for the treble, if they're trying to champ, if they're trying to now really um, defend their Champions League title, take on the Premier League, right? Uh, go as far as in all of the various cups. They're gonna need the depth, but I just don't know where they would play Werner. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure they promised him first team. Yeah. So it's just really complicated with it. if i was stuck in this situation with fifa and everything i would i would sell him i would actually take pulisic out i would bring pulisic on maybe on as a need be basis pulisic's got a lot of, he's got a lot of fire right and i think if he's on the bench yeah and he comes on yeah, as a substitute yeah it feels like he plays better if he comes on the as bench. a substitute yeah so i would say that i would maybe move werner into where pulisic plays Right, and then put Lukaku. Lukaku up front. Right, I think that would be quite a combination because what you want to do is Mount and Werner, you know, just giving yeah. Lukaku the and opportunity the speed exactly, that exactly, to. exactly. Yeah. So it should be a pretty interesting setup on how things sort of set up. But uh, but it'll take some time for Lukaku to settle in because Lukaku is not used to a formation where there are two people right behind him because usually in Inter they would play a 4-4-2. Oh, yeah, that's so true. So then he would have the wingers coming up, but now mm. he has two people right behind him. Mm. So in a way, I think it would be better for him because uh, Aspiqueleta and Alonso would push up. So he would have more support. Yeah. So I yeah. think it would be better for him. So, yeah. Interesting times indeed. And I wonder what the situation is with Conte. He wasn't in the subs. I think I just wonder whether he was just maybe not getting the game ready. I mean, he's a phenomenal <laughs> asset yeah. in the team. I mean, I think he was just maybe not game ready. Yep. Okay, let's move on to Leicester City versus Wolves. 
I found that game so many missed chances for Wolves, and I feel like Terori should quit right now. <laughs> uh, let me just say, I am so glad that Liverpool did not buy Terori because he feels he had this one great season, and after that, he's just been downhill after that. Maybe he's just spending too much time in the gym working on his muscles, muscles you know, versus actually on his skill set. I mean, did you see that first opening? Yeah. Right? When it was still 0-0, he went right through. He used his pace, right? And, you know, the uh, Schmeichel kept, kept, came for him, right? And he could have hit it on the right, but he decided to hit it on the left where there was a... Uh, the, the the target area was a lot more narrow. Yeah. I think Torore would be good in rules, but I think Jimenez has to get up more. Because Torore can bring the ball up, but Jimenez is the one that has to score it. Jimenez? Who Jimenez? I think Wolves have a lot to do. I mean, he was non-existent in this entire game, right? I mean, uh, Neves, Torore... You know, um, to be honest, they have a lot of empty spaces, Wolves. If you look at their formation, it looks like the field is empty compared to Leicester cities, (laughs) Right? They've got so many spaces. I mean, yeah, they were playing a 3-2 and then a two wides uh, in Marcel and, and Hover. Uh, you know and... whoever came from Liverpool? Really? Yeah. I don't know. He was like 21 and then they moved in. Ah, I see, I see. Maybe is that what? Was he part of the Was he part of the move that um, when uh, Horta came over? No, he wasn't? I don't think so. Okay, okay. And anyways, I don't think that would make a big difference. He's probably only worth. But did you see the goal that Vardy scored? Yeah. I mean, that was amazing. Corner coming in, goes near post. And And he, he, like, flicks it. He doesn't flick it. He just lets it hit off his left. Yeah. Left foot on the side. So, he just directs the direction. He directs it in that way, right? So, I mean, it was amazing. That is what you call a skillful out-and-out striker. Like, yeah. someone who just knows how to put the ball in. But I think he still could have scored more goals. Vardy? I still think he had missed chances. I think so, too. I mean, I actually felt like the scoreline could have been something like 3-2 or something of that nature. I still feel like Leicester got a little lucky. With, <laughs> I mean, if yeah. They, yeah. Yeah, I mean, clearly, if, if Wolves w- were actually scoring, scoring they, Leicester could have actually lost this match. Yeah. That shows that they need to be a little more better with their defending. You saw how Torori could burst through. Right through the centre. The full backs or the left or right backs, mm-hmm. like Pereira and uh, Thomas, yeah. they have to come back quickly because they know the centre backs cannot yeah. run that fast. Yeah. That is when you call on them for defensive duties. Mm. Yeah, Torori just ran right through the heart of the defense and... Uh, they got lucky. They got really lucky. Super lucky. Okay, finally, let's talk about the match of the week. Manchester City oh. versus Tottenham. <laughs> Are you watching, Kane? Are you watching? <laughs> <laughs> and he really was watching. He really was watching. I mean, what? why don't you start with this one? I mean, I'm just flabbergasted yeah i really expected manchester city to win i think manchester city put graylish in the wrong position i don't think graylish fits in in manchester city's formation unless they change it up 
And I feel like they need an out-and-out striker. And I don't think Mahrez and Sterling are um, are, are, are good enough to be on the wide wings. So we'll have to go over there. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, and I'm surprised they put Aki in. Yeah. Um, so a few things over here. One is, look, I think Sterling and Mahrez... Look, Sterling was absolutely Sterling. Yeah. In the Euro, in the Euros when he was playing on the left wing. Yeah. So he did well, right? Mares is a genius on the right wing. Yeah. Right. So Sterling and Mares are there where they are. I still don't think they're. I mean, they're mature, but I don't still don't think they're ready for a position like that. Really? I mean, I thought Mares and Sterling are. I, I just feel like they could not they could not score. They could they could get the ball all the way into the final third, but yeah. they just could not score. There was some part of unluckiness. There was some part of, you know, just Tottenham defending well. Yeah. Right? Uh Hugo Lloris doing a phenomenal job as usual. Uh but they just could not score. Yeah. And they were pressing so hard that Tottenham, in their usual Tottenham style, would contain them and then burst on the, and then burst on the, on the counter-attack. Yeah, they played a really, really big counter-attack game. It was so obvious. Yeah, and I mean, look... Um, you know, count- it's weird that on ESPN, it shows a different formation than Barclays. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, like, this time, on this one, it shows, like... Uh, Grealish Kundon and then Fernandino in the middle, but then mm-hmm. on that one it showed Fernandino a defensive midfielder position and Grealish and Gundogan in an attacking. Oh, interesting. Um, I still think if they want to keep Grealish, they should play maybe um, Ederson, Diaz, Stones, uh, Sinchenko on the left, Cancelo on the right. And then Fernandino and Rodri defensive midfielder position. Mm. And then four on the top. Grealish. So three and then one. So Grealish uh, in the middle. Mares on the right. Sterling on the left. And then Torres on the top. I see your point. If th- that will allow Grealish to move forward. Mm. I mean, Grealish did show some, you know, signs of creativity and... But uh, he needs someone to pass to. In England, he had Harry Kane to yeah, pass. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So, I mean, it's a tough one. I think um, Man City, look, they've got the... Look, they won the title without an out-and-out striker last season. Still, they kind of have the option of, like, Aguero and everything. But, I mean, he didn't and really Jesus play. Aguero. He didn't really play, right? I mean, Aguero was out, right, yeah. most of the time. So, look, I think... But, yeah. but the thing is, last time, De Bruyne started. Mm. Last season, De Bruyne was in Torres' position. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how, how the season... I mean, look, part of it is that there are players that are just coming back, right? And But look, let's not make it all about Man City. Spurs played well. Uh, one right? more thing about Man City. <laughs> I still don't think how they'll fit Grealish and De Bruyne together. Why did they even want Grealish? I still don't get that. <laughs> I guess time will tell us. The gift of time. <laughs> okay, let's talk about Spurs. I mean, they are, yeah. 
there was really off counter attack. I mean, giving Davidson Sanchez um, a chance, I think, was a good chance for. Bergwin had a great game. Yeah. Bergwin, Mura. But Bergwin had a one missed chance that he could have scored. Yeah, he could have finished the game right there. Yeah. But he had a. Overall, he had a good Mura game. Mura played good as well. Mura played well. Song, he Song played, well. played well. Song played well. So, I. Yeah, I mean, they did. It was good to see Delhi Ali. Yeah. Right? In fact, I agree with you. I think in the in the Barclays, Delhi Ali was playing in center. Yeah. Right? So they do maybe move things around. But, and um, uh, I'd heard Oliver Skip was a young player that Mourinho didn't really give a chance to. But I'm not sure a lot about him. Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to see how uh, Spurs react, right, going forward. Mm-hmm. Um they have a new manager. Yeah. Right? Smoothing beard. One. Smoothing beard, right? I have to say, he does have a wonderful beard. Yeah. Right? His beard neatly is Neatly shaped. Neatly shaped beard, right? What is his name again? Nuno Esperanto there Santos. There you go. Yes. Yeah, so I thought he had a very nicely shaped beard. Certainly gave me a bit of a run for my <laughs> money. Uh, but yeah. A great start to the season. Um, I mean... Uh, looking across the, um, you know, I think a lot to see from Premier, a uh, lot to look forward to. Uh, I, it's good to see the fans back in the st- in the stadiums, but I certainly hope they all stay safe. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, looking across the Spanish league, good to see Atletico off to the races with defending their lead. Right uh, against Barcelona winning against Real Sociedad. Exactly. Exactly. So the and first Sevilla win. winning against. Uh, I think this is a promoted team. Yeah, right. Zidane's a fellow a family member, I think, got a red card. <laughs> Luca Zidane, yes. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's a good start across the board. Uh, PSG, they introduced their, uh, their star-studded squad, right? In Did you see that? Did you see? You should definitely take a look at, you know, the uh, PSG. So before they played their game, I think they played their game on a Friday, if I'm not wrong, or was it? Um, I think it was. I think it was Friday, right? Uh, PSG played, and uh, they introduced. Um, yeah, they played a game on. Uh, yeah, and so they played against Strasbourg. I but think- I don't believe Messi. Played. Yeah, they did. They didn't. But Wijnaldum Met- started. Wijnaldum started. Hakimi, right? I'm surprised Donnarumma hasn't played a single game. Yeah, so I think they're going to bring them on gradually. But they introduced... Uh, He's not even in the subs. Mm-hmm, yeah, but they introduced Messi. They introduced Hakimi. They introduced Wait, Wijnaldum. Messi played? No, they just introduced oh, okay, them. Like- right? Uh, they introduced Ramos, right? Kini? But Ramos is out. But they introduced him. Oh, okay. I mean, you know, in, like, yeah, yeah. in the entire squad. So... I mean, just looking at that quality over there. I, I wonder where Ramos fits with Marquinhos in. I wonder where he fits. And they've brought like three players who are captains in the club. So I wonder who's going to be the captain. Let me ask you this question mm-hmm. from deep down in your heart. Deep down. Would you like to see PSG crash out the Champions League in quarterfinals? Um, no. Would you like to see them win the Champions League? No. 
<laughs> so you'd like to see them crash out in the semifinals? No. Crash out in the finals? Yeah. So oh they can my. See the other teams celebrate. Oh my, that is so harsh and so. Uh. I mean, it's time they're. This time they know how how much overpowered they are, I and know. it's so unfair. I know. I mean, it is. If they if they don't win, if they don't make any progress, then what they've been doing before. I'm pretty sure the owners will leave. <laughs> I don't know whether the owners will leave, but I think Pochettini. What is his name? Pochettino. Pochettino is probably gonna. Sweet. You know, you know, be shown <laughs> the. Roast. Yeah. Rotisserie. <laughs> anyway. It's great to see soccer back, football back. Um, uh, to all of our listeners, thank you once again for listening. Stay safe. Any parting words? No, I still haven't tried shiitake noodles. Need to try that. Am I wanting <laughs> wanting to eat list? I searched up some pictures of it. Looks yummy. <laughs> My belly did with some egg. <laughs> all right. On that note of shiitake noodles. Have a wonderful rest of the week, and we'll be back next Saturday. Bye.